0: You can't do everything for everyone, right? So every little bit matters here, right? And so, you know, I think if I was giving advice to my younger shelf, like, it's okay. If you can only help four people today, then you help four people.
1: Welcome to the podcast, conversations with startup founders, mentors, and other folks associated with Portland Incubator Experiment. I'm Rick Tarosi, co-founder and general manager of Pi, and I'll be your host. Let's get into another slice.
0: Born in the Bay Area, grew up uh, in Portland and in Detroit, Michigan. Um, fell in love with entrepreneurship, walking the streets of East Detroit with my uncle, um, who was in pharmaceutical sales uh, in, the, in the 80s. Um, I got the bug there. Started my first business when I was in college. My um, degrees in economics, um, so I'm a numbers and spreadsheets nerd. Uh, worked in the public sector, private sector, I'm the largest and smallest bank uh, in Oregon. Um, um, bank of the West was was the large one, smallest one, Albina Community Bank. I was on the leadership team there, and then I spent seven years um, doing economic development uh, for the city of Portland. Today we're because talking to Stephen Green, PIE mentor, ecosystem uh, builder, and the unofficial the mayor of Portland. On the way, help start a, a venture fund, I'm on the Oregon Growth Board. Um, we deploy public dollars um, for the Educational Stability Fund, about $25 million each year. We're uh, a fund to fund, so we, we invest in uh, larger institutional funds, but also uh, smaller pre-institutional funds as well, with a focus on supporting consumer product companies, underrepresented communities, and rural founders around Oregon. So, okay.
1: One thing I appreciate about your um, community and your vision is you probably have the kind of broadest view of what's going on right now. Everything from tech to apparel to retail, just give us, give us your vantage on what you're seeing from entrepreneurs and small business, like what's going on out there?
0: Um, as someone who, who loves to spend my time in spreadsheets and numbers and data, uh, I think, you know, just like I was appalled at what went down in 2008, I, I just can't step away and not think about the emotional toll. All this is taking on everyone. Um, you know, even the companies that are seeing an uptick in revenue, uh, they're still having sleepless nights, thinking about, you know, employees getting sick or something breaking in the supply chain. And so, you know, as as much as I'd want to just problem solve and work on the quantifying things, um, you know, the biggest part of all this is just the emotional toll that -hmm. it's taking everyone and and taking on everyone. uh, Right. Yeah. Really important.
1: Well, and I think there's also some positive things that we've talked about that this, um, this crisis kind of forced people to either pivot or look at other opportunities that they may have been waiting on. Are you seeing any positive stories come out of the the pandemic?
0: Yeah, um, you know, I, I, you know, being on the the board for Built, we work with a lot of retail and consumer product companies. Uh, talking with, um, there's a Latinx-owned business on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard in Northeast Portland called Aero Coffee, and the owner, Erica Escalante. Um went from you know having sales completely disappear four weeks ago to standing up a uh, complete online presence, uh takeout and delivery of her products in less than a month. And mm-hmm. she's back to where her revenues were prior to COVID. And it's it's amazing to see those kind of things happen. Um it's sad that she's forced to do that, but you know, that kind of pivot for her is going to pay huge dividends, not only now, but also once we're, we're, we're past this and things somewhat normalize. Um, and so, you know, the, the digital divide, I think, is always the biggest barrier um, mm-hmm. for, for businesses. Uh, you know, I'm a big advocate of helping business owners learn the difference between working in the business and working on the business and uh, in, in working with businesses. So many businesses over the years have said, you know, I don't have time to do social media I don't have time to have a website uh you don't have time not to do those things right and uh the, the folks are figuring that out and you know when you know it may not be a street closure or some sort of thing that's that's closing your one location now everyone's closed and you've got to figure it out and a lot of people are doing that and that's what mm-hmm. founders do i mean we're, we're hustlers um mm-hmm. and so you know we people are who we thought they were uh, and they're doing it with with little to no financial resources. And leveraging the community, and so this is where the the close knit um, relationships that we have here in Portland really really pay dividends. It is you know you can you can call people and your your competitors, you can call and get insights and feedback and ask for help. in uh, a lot of other cities where I've worked, you know, that's not the case. But in Portland, you know, that's what really separates us.
1: Yeah, I think that's been, from my perspective in the tech community, one of the most interesting things to kind of watch. Portland, which has usually been a very siloed town, like the tech people kind of keep to themselves, food people kind of keep to themselves and, and all that. But there's really been a nice, like everyone supporting everyone, not just happening like the folks who happen to be in your immediate community. So that's been really good to see. What are some of those key areas you would be advising mm-hmm. startups to watch out for the next few months?
0: uh so as a recovering banker in vc um i i know more than most people that cash is king and when sales are dwindling right now now is the time to really figure out where cash is for your business how you save cash how you bring it in um and and more importantly the cycles of cash and so you know when you think about as a business owner the things that you pay for you don't pay for things with revenue you don't pay for things with profit you pay for things with cash and when times are good you know you look at the checking account money's there i go and spend it but when times get tough now you have to think about your accounts receivable your accounts payable and you have to be able to understand and know the cycles of with with when cash comes and it goes and so um this is requiring businesses to to, to focus on that and so it you know people listen to the advice that i give now a little bit more when it comes to cash go figure um and and you know you can you can bring some more in but oftentimes the easiest thing is to save on things right so you know look around your business what are the what are the essentials what are the things where you know you can't go a day in business without these things and i know everyone's feeling pretty helpless right now but
1: what can folks do what can folks from the startup community do to help these businesses through this trying
0: time we all have platforms right so you know, if, if you're a business that may not have a lot of money right now, um, but you know you're you're Rick Tarozzi and you've got twenty plus thousand followers on Twitter, go and spend you know dedicate a day every week where all you're going to do is hype up you know small businesses uh, in your industry, in your city, in your neighborhood um, that have a smaller platform um, in leveraging social media or no social media at all. Um, this is one of those things that doesn't take a ton of time. It costs $0 and, you know, I think it goes a long way in helping businesses, um, get the kind of visibility that they need. And then offer up office hours where your talent can be made available, right? If you are the number one SEO person in the city, um, offer up two hours a week, um, virtually on zoom to where, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll take office hours and you'll help businesses navigate figuring out what search engine optimization is and Google AdWords um and those things that a month ago they'd never even heard of. Um they would really, really, really appreciate that. But also know they don't know what they don't know. So, you know, don't expect them to ask you the right questions. You're gonna have to kind of, you know, pull it out of them. But time, talent, and treasure, that's what we all have to provide and and really seek to provide value for other people.
1: I wanted to reserve a little bit of time because I want to know what we can be doing for you, Stephen. How can how can we be helpful right now?
0: You know, I'm I'm one of the thousands of other folks that have been furloughed right now, and I think you know all the positive energy in the world that everyone's got. I think is is super helpful right now, and just constant reminders that you know this too will pass, um, and that I know other doors will open as we as we come out of this. Um, I hope that's that's still with with pencil, but. It might not be, um, and so you know, warm wishes. Um, go and shop at Latinx and Black-owned businesses. Copy me in a tweet. That'd be awesome. Um, I think every, every little bit helps. I mean, I think that's that's my my slogan for for COVID is every little bit helps.
1: And that's another edition of the podcast. Please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast network, and we'll catch you next time with Pi Mentor Cami Chaos of Automatic.